Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Um, let's tell everybody what happened. Sure. We were like at least four and a half minutes into this amazing show. <laughs> and then our dear friend Rob, who is acting engineer, but is really a lawyer, came in and told us that we weren't recording. <laughs> Which was deadly because I had such a good joke. I was really proud of it. You did and, have a good and, line. And Jess was giving comedy gold over there. <laughs> I don't know me so much. Do we try and repeat it? We're going to reboot. No. We're going to reboot. Today is a major day. It was a major day four and a half minutes ago. It still is a major day here. It really is. Because yeah. we have um, Big Guess, the host of Fat Mascara, the number one beauty podcast on iTunes. Welcome to Jessica Matlin and Jennifer Goldstein. Hi. Hi. Thanks. But I still want to clarify about the number one thing. Am I loud? Yeah. So sometimes we slip to number two or three. So we are generally the number one in the beauty and fashion category on iTunes. Yes. Like sometimes like Anna Wintour will like have a chat with Andre Leontali and we just can't compete with that. Yeah. And then like Vogue, Vogue pops podcast. above us. Right. So. Yeah. But um, you're number one in our hearts. <gasps> yeah. Thank oh, you. yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you're actually the only podcast I've ever listened to. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> not even your own. <laughs> Wait, do you record it and then just? I re- I record it. Yeah, Eleni and my team takes the file. Yeah, she does something with it, and she puts it live, and you never hear it again. I haven't. Maybe I should. You're like <laughs> like an actress who like can't even bear to go to their premiere. Like I can't watch myself on screen. Well, I didn't before I started the podcast. I didn't want to listen to anybody, so I didn't listen to you either. Even though everyone told me about you, because right. I didn't want to like feel like I'm being influenced by your style. I, I wanted understand. to just like have what's in my head. Sure. And our show is usually almost like a therapy session for me. It's like I'm learning about like how people move through the world, how they deal with stress, how they like you know celebrate joy, things like that. Yeah. And I didn't want like other podcasts that might do that to like eke into me. I completely get that. So then after I started, then I started listening to you guys, but I haven't listened to anyone else yet, but it's something I need to do. I mean, I, I will. Do you? Wanna, um, I think to like understand the climate and understand, I mean, I'm in the business of marketing, right? So like to understand what the other people in the space are talking about, um, to understand their style or maybe ways we can tweak our tech. But I, I yes. have a question. Yes, Jessica. So, <laughs> Sometimes I, when I talk to other, like whether it's a retailer, like a marketer or someone, or I'm reading an article and it's like an amazing musician or director, sometimes, and I know that these people are fewer, like they're less common than they are more common. I think some of the best ones are the ones who are like completely unaware of the other people in their space. And I know that's right. not like the wisest way to go, but I kind of think they make the most interesting stuff. Maybe that's a really sweeping statement. They make the most interesting stuff, but... I like the people who are like in a little hole and then they just come out with something. Yeah, but you know, when I like listen to you guys, I think um, you're almost like a variety show, right? Because you you have your interview. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like <laughs> sounds really dignified. It's not full on Carol Burnett, but you you know you have your your guest, right? You have your guest star, like mm-hmm. in the Carol Burnett terms. Have yeah. you ever seen Carol Burnett shows? When I was younger, right? So they're amazing. It, yeah. They are on a TV channel. You can catch them. But anyway, so she has like her guest, but then there's of course the flavor around the guest. It's not always yeah. about the guest. So I feel like that's what you're giving. Us. Like you oh, give like me that. your slice of life, you give me you know some focus on a guest and what their story is, and then you give some more slice of life. Mm-hmm. So that's inspiring. That's interesting. So I might not cop- copy your like you know t- talk style mm-hmm. or your content style, but the idea of thinking, oh, maybe we'll gravitate at some point to like mashing up an episode into a few segments, right? You know, so that that I feel like is the value of exploring what else is out there. Um, but, you know, I am who I am. And, like, it's the only person yeah, I am. That's cool. 
Um, okay, so I think we need to back up because we didn't record some of this good stuff. But we know that Jessica will be called Jess or Jessica. She'll answer to anything. <laughs> Jen's it's new last name. Jen. Jen. Jennifer oh. is Jen. And last name, Edit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got sent mail. It's actually Goldstein, but I got sent. we got sent mail at the studio, and it came to Jen. And when they delivered it, actually, they pronounced it Jen Edith because I'm French now, apparently. Um, but yeah, the Instagram's getting big, so I guess they think my last name's Edit. Right, so it's Jen underscore Edit yeah. on Instagram. Okay, so this is a huge, huge get for where brains meet beauty. Not only are you awesome, but you um, this is your first time being interviewed on a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Your first time being a guest on a podcast. Which yes. you know from four and a half minutes ago That's when right. we told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, how does it feel to be on the other side? Kind of wild. Yeah. I'm a little bit. I don't want, yeah, I don't want to disappoint you. Really? Yeah. Well, I feel so nervous because I am interviewing people who, for a living, are interviews. interviewing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I am not. I am not um, a reporter. Right. I'm not an editor. I am a marketer, creative director. So editing is. Not, I mean, interviewing is not my day job. Um, and I'm always talking to people who are not interviewers. I'm always talking to executives. So the fact that you guys have your, you know, career doing this, it makes me feel like intimidated. Well, we sure, could have like, I, we could have like a market off later. Yeah, like if, a, I, if I had to put makeup on like Pat McGrath, I definitely yeah. would be intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all putting yeah. us at the yeah. level of yeah. Pat McGrath as yeah. far as podcasting yeah. goes. Exactly. But, right. I hear you. And you've been doing this on a podcast for a year and some months and mm-hmm. you're already number one. So this is, you know, it's big. This is major. Yeah, I haven't really reflected on it like that, but, but yeah, it's, it's been cool. Right. You guys took something from nothing and made it what it is. Mm-hmm. And that was only a short amount of time ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We started, um, we planned it for a little while and then, yeah, you know, we didn't just like February, 2016 it launched. Yeah. That's when it launched, but we worked on it for a little bit before. So why do you think you haven't been the guest of another podcast yet? I think the space is pretty small. Um, so there isn't a lot of. Like well, the, the the community I think is just like finding out about each other. Like there was just an article for beauty, for, for beauty, yeah, sorry, yeah. for beauty, and certainly not podcasts. So like for beauty and fashion, um, and beauty and fashion are still kind of like segregate a little bit. But for beauty, um, there's a there's a one in Canada, there's one in the UK. It's not so easy to just like pop on each other's podcasts. I I personally don't like to do phone um, podcasts because yeah. I like if, to see people's just, expressions, and yeah. I end up just like talking over them weirdly and the rhythm gets off. Yeah. Right. Do you right. find that? Because you do yours over the phone. It's really hard because they can't see me going like move it along, right? Because like no. I want to keep the podcast to like around 30 minutes because like who has time, right? And the executives who would be listening to it, right? Like I want them to listen to it right, and tell right. their friends. So I'm trying to keep it to a time. Yeah. I'm also trying to get really, really deep into kind of their soul and their psyche mm-hmm. and not surface. So it's hard to do that when I can't look into their eyes. Well, look in yeah. your eyes. Let's right? get in our souls and psyches. Right. We only have 30 minutes. Go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, um, it's challenging, but, um, you know, f- the joy of scheduling is much better when I'm doing yeah. this over the phone, especially when people are in other states mm-hmm. and many of the people we talk to are not in New York. Right. 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 Um, so like we were interviewing someone in, um, I don't know, in Oregon or something like, and we've already had to reschedule and reschedule and reschedule. So That's when tough. would that ever happen if we were doing it face to face? It would never happen. Yeah. So I think I'll do a mix. Like this is our first hi-fi ever episode because everything's been over the phone. Oh wow, this is cool. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of 
first Don't today. Don't it up, Jess. Yeah. Um, okay, so, you know, let's talk a little bit about what it's like to be on that side of the um, table because you did ask for questions in advance. I and know. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed about that. Well, why are you embarrassed about it? Because it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I'm trying to control it. I'm not trying to control it. I think it's like I'm... I'm pulling a guest no-no. Oh, my, my God. Jen forgot... Yeah. Which happens to us with our guests and we get annoyed. Yeah. This is so meta. I can't, I can't believe you're using that word a lot lately and I don't I know if you're keep, using it properly. Wait, I'm pausing you. I just keep it's throwing up the word meta because I don't know what it means. So I just like keep trying to use it and hoping it's at not, some point not, I'll figure out what it actually means. Right. Maybe, maybe our researcher could look up the word meta and tell us <laughs> what like it I means. I kind of get like the that. concept. It's like, it's like, it's like, this is the perfect, like meta is like somebody watching like a video of themselves, watching a video of themselves, watching a video. It's like, but a podcaster interviewing a fellow podcaster talking about podcasting isn't meta. It's like when someone's wearing like that Macaulay Culkin T-shirt where, where he's got a he's he was watching yeah but like there was Home a, alone. it was Macaulay Culkin wearing a T-shirt of Macaulay Culkin. Okay, so it's like I'm I'm photographed. No wait, I'm photographed with a painting behind next to me in a mirror and. You see it replicated in that mirror. Yeah, it's like a double layer, but like one references the other. I think even the Truman Show may be a little bit meta. Oh, uh huh. Like it's it's like two worlds kind of meeting, and one is like a reflection of the other. But I know that's not what we're here to talk okay. about today. So, um, so let's talk about like what it feels like because now this is the first time you've been yeah. on a podcast, and I do have people ask me for questions. Some people, it's like half and half. I for a question just because I wanted to know like did you want to know more about like our careers at like Teen Vogue and Mary Claire or was it more about the podcast or I think I kind of want to go in prepared so I'm giving people here here's what I think the root is now I feel like I'm like in a therapy session I I think that I really have an expectation when we have a guest coming on I kind of know in the back of my mind the stuff that I want to get into yep. with that guest. Mm-hmm. I know, like, you know, they may have, like, a makeup line, but I know that they were, like, you know, a total, like, weirdo. Well, that's... don't Can you take that out? Because that sounds, like, mean. <laughs> okay, well, you do what you want. <laughs> uh, that they were... That they were... You know, somebody who the world doesn't think they were, they're not known for X or Y. And that's the area I want to... I don't never want them on because I love their lipstick. It's right. like... And I don't know what Jen's perspective is, but like there's something else. It's not because like, oh my God, they're amazing. It's like there's something else. Right. You don't want to be a commercial for the right. lipstick. That's right. the last... That, that's like the... And that's not why I want them on at all. So I want to give them a framework that won't surprise them where they're on the show and they're like, wait, you didn't say that we were going to talk about that at all. But I also want to give them just like a little map so they don't feel duped. Do you see what I mean? I want to let, but you're not giving them the questions ahead of time. No, but I give them a little, like just kind of a a little, so they feel like they, they never come into the studio because I do want to like go places with them. Uh I never want them to feel like, well, this is not what like my publicist where they sent me at all. Right. But I also want to kind of like give them a hint that like it's going to be a different kind of interview. Right. And have you ever had anyone be on the show and you ask them a question? They're like, I can't answer that. Mm, yeah. So usually lawyers get involved. Like it's it's usually like a legal thing. Really? And we'll edit it out. But yeah. very rarely. Oh, uh-huh. Very rarely. I mean, we're talking to business people like you are. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they have signed, you know, non-disclosures. Or yeah, things like that. Right. Or someone will say like, I don't really want to talk about that. And but it's, like, okay. it's worth trying always. And do you guys yeah. pre-interview your guests? No. No, that's not true, actually, though, because oh. we want to have at least met them. Oh, oh, I thought I thought you meant like a pre-interview, like no, David Letterman did, behind but, the. But in a way, we do because 
because of our day jobs as beauty editors, we meet so many personalities and we've never had someone on cold that we actually haven't met or talked to. Right. But it's not a purposeful, like, okay, here's how it's going to go. And then we're going to go here. Guests who I think seem interesting, but if I haven't met them in person, I don't know. I mean, we meet so many people in the beauty industry and a lot of them are fascinating, but you know, sometimes there's a dud here and there. We did one, we had, we met with a couple, there are a couple of people who we never met before that were on the show. Dasha Polanco. Right. Like some of the celebrities. Well, that, was, that was good, but there were a couple of folks like where like the chemistry necessarily wasn't there and it didn't really translate. Oh, no, and I had met Dasha beforehand, too. Okay, so, right. yeah. Right. Um, but the majority of like people who we've had on the show, it's been amazing because like, we had the connection. We saw that... Um, there was something else there besides the fact that they make amazing like right. hair cream or something. And I guess something in your gut told you they can go beyond the hair cream and they can go dive deeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, we, um, I always want to meet the person I interview first. Um, one is like, can they, can they be more personal? Like, can, are they willing to go there? Um, and you don't, I don't always know that, right? Just mm-hmm. by like reading other interviews of theirs or just, you know, knowing people that know them. So I do, I don't, call it a pre-interview. I just say like, let's meet for coffee or let's just have a chat. But um, it helps me do what you were talking about, which is, oh, this person's talking about the struggle, you know, so let's focus on that struggle during our 30 minutes because that's all we have. And I don't want to make, sh- I don't want to walk into a room, not having that conversation, not knowing we can even end up in that space. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I had one person um, who I'd known through work, um, we started talking about what it's like for her to be like a, a more mature older woman who's single, never had kids, never got married, what that's like to be in this industry and in work. And like, I don't know how we would have ever have gotten there, right? If we didn't have that pre-conversation, like I never would have said and been so, so audacious to be like, tell me what it's like to be almost 60 and never been married. Exactly. So yeah. So sometimes like the pre-questions, like I'm like laughing at them a little bit, but it's just to kind of like, I'll never give them the whole thing because I don't like that. That's not, that's like not what fat mascara is about, but sometimes it's just good to like, let them know like, Hey, this is not going to be your like three minutes for some like cutie pie website video. You know, right. it's, it's different. Okay. So let's go back in time all the way back to 2016 or when your planning started in 2015. How did this idea of a podcast come about? I let Jess answer this one since it was her idea. Oh, cool. But Jen is very integral to it. Um, Jen, I, <laughs> I love you. Um, I was obsessed with podcasts, and I was really into um, like about like two or three, and I was listening to them, and it was uh, WTF with Mark Marin, which is it's really him. He talks for like the formats. He talks in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then he does a long interview. The other one is Brett Easton Ellis, and he talks like for a lot at the beginning, and then he does an interview. So to me, he talks to himself. I mean, to his audience. He, um, he talks. To the, yeah, he'll uh-huh. talk for like twenty, sometimes like thirty minutes uh-huh. to the audience, and it's just like it's not. It's like a little bit of like a monologue. It'll be about like film or what's going on in the world or politics, and then. It could be another hour of an interview with a filmmaker. It's almost always a filmmaker or a mm-hmm. musician. And I was thinking, like, I would like to do this, but I would like to do it with beauty. And then I looked online, and I saw there were only a couple of beauty podcasts, but none of them had um, somebody with authority behind it um, or, like, major authority. Right. So I have a friend who started a podcast about books. I talked to her about it, and she was like, that's an amazing idea. So I came up with a plan 
I pitched the plan, which was like the format we have now, to the production company. And she said, um, our producer said, like, great, I love this idea. Um, you know, definitely a white space here, but you need a partner. And I was like, oh, like the world does not want to hear me. <laughs> oh, that's so beauty, interesting. So know? the producer said, this is an interesting format, but it needs to be more than one of you? Yeah. Hmm. You know, and I was like, okay, like, I totally got it. And then I was thinking, like, who could it be? <laughs> From my end, when we, she took me out to drinks because we just had become yeah. friendly. We met in on a press trip to Ghana. Yeah. And it right, was of our course. first night, like, that we were like, like it's our first, like, one on one, like, not in a like work friend date. And she's telling me about this podcast. So I immediately started being like, okay, who could it be your partner? Like, I started naming other people. like a editors, bunch of people, yeah. People in the beauty industry. And she's just looking at me. Do you see this face she does with these, like, doe eyes? <laughs> and, and, and just she was pursing her lips and just looking at me funny. And I was like, what? What? Did I but I didn't know? think you could do it. I didn't even know if I would be able to do it because like you we thought of me. I, of, of course, so I did. So when she was saying that, like going through a list of names, were you thinking you? Yes, I mean, were you but I Jen? also thought like I didn't know if I could do it because we both worked at Hearst, and yes. I, you know, I was thinking like maybe I'm going to have to like leave my job. Maybe oh, my uh-huh. boss is going to be so angry that I've even like. Jess I didn't know what I was Cosmopolitan at the time. Yeah, I was still at Mary Claire. Yeah, and I didn't, you know, I was, I didn't know if it would like. I, and it's interesting because people have lots of side hustles now, right? And, and I don't I mean this is definitely like this is not ages ago. This is two years ago. But I was scared that like was this something I should have brought to my boss first? Like right. huge question. I still don't know how I should have handled it. And I was just lucky that my boss was really cool about it. She could have easily not been. But I was like, how do how do I even deal with this? Like maybe I should have. Maybe I'm not even allowed to like talk to someone about this. Right. Maybe you have to talk to your company before you talk to an outside right. person. It was really freaky. So I was like, I'm not going to even ask Jen if I don't even know if I might get like fired for this kind of thing. But Jen was amazing and she was like, well, I can... We want- put our heads together yeah. how to like strategize. Yeah. So you, like, but you took a risk too. Like, I mean, I don't know. I think you weren't like the troublemaker, so to speak. But like, I thought I was like causing... I don't know what was going to happen, right. but we were just so lucky, and both of our bosses were incredible. They were really supportive of side things, and they were like, "Yeah, go ahead." And um, so no, there was no like, hmm, "Let us think about it." Hmm, let us talk to legal. Hmm, let us talk to PR. No, my, my at least from my my boss was incredible. She was like, "It's all about having a side thing." Wow. She's like, "You go, you go, girl." Like it's all you know. The more you can add to your like resume, your skill set. Go for it. That's and beautiful. Joanna Coles is was you know she's the big boss there, and she was like very. She's excited to see people like diversify themselves, and it was great. You know, it's incredible when I think about where your industry is now, and I just look at it from a you know a distance. I'm, um, you know, I'm I'm not a publicist, so I'm not like you know yeah. with with you and um your peers all the time, and um the fact that you got you had the foresight, maybe not knowing that you needed it to diversify your talents and build, um, you know, like you said, a side hustle when there's so many changes in your industry and, you know, very, you know, big authorities are, you know, getting, you know, dumped left and right. It's really beautiful. Well, I mean, this sounds a little like self-congratulating and I don't mean it like to sound that way, but I, I, it was a different, it wasn't that different. Like things were definitely shrinking in 2015, but I think I felt slightly frustrated that like I would I feel like I'm bearing the, lead a little, a little, bearing the lead a little bit. Like one of the things that excited me about Brett Easton Ellis and like Mark Marin is that they could just talk, and I will like shut up in a second because I feel like I've, I've been talking too much. They could just talk for like 
a half an hour about what they were excited about and their areas right. of expertise. And I was like, I love doing this. I don't get to do this at work. Yes. And I wanted a thing to do that. And I was like, I can't do this at Cosmo, even though I loved, you know, my job. And when you mean by can't do this, like our pages are only exactly. so big. Right. So we Thank have you. so yes. many beauty stories to tell that you just can't get to. Right. You don't have space or time. So regardless of what's happening in the magazine industry, we still wanted a place to like expand the beauty story and tell the stories behind the scenes that we get to hear in like desk sides or talk about in the taxi cab right. on the way home yeah, from the beauty we event. Ha- like that's also why Jen's like a great partner. It's like I like talking to her about beauty things. Like you know, we, I love sharing cab back with her because like she you know, always made like, me now laugh. What did you really think of that product? Yeah, right. like, that kind of inside stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be an Instagram star. Like I'm not like young enough. I'm not. I'm not have like a great listen we're trying and it's not going well <laughs> I'm like, not super like fashion like that's not me I go to these influencer events and I'm like we stick out like a sore thumb no and that's fine that a saying? that's not even a saying yeah stick yeah, out like a sore is. thumb okay. yes. but like I don't but that's fine like I don't that's not that's me. not who we are and I you know there's like 10 spots in the beauty industry now and like am I going to in the magazine in the magazine right. because beauty editors yeah. yeah and that isn't like that's not sustainable. And yeah. I was like, okay, if I can have a platform where I can talk about all the stuff I love and it's like relatively low cost, like just see what happens, low investment. It's really genius. You know, in the past, um, I guess like a year ago, um, like I think a lot of shit hit the fan. Yeah. Maybe like, maybe it's like nine months ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. And there were so many um, friends of our publicist calling her saying like, you know, I lost my job. Um, Beauty editors? Yeah. yeah. So much so that um, we're like, let's let's make a workshop at Base Beauty to like help these people who, you speak your own language, right? You have your language around editorial, which is different than the language around advertising, but you're doing the same job, right? You know, it's like you're creating, you're creating developing concepts, you're art directing photos, shoots, you have a strong vision, you're writing copy. It's all the same mm-hmm. tasks, but you have different names for them. Yeah. So we're like, this is, there's so many people, like, let's just get them all in a room and tell them, this is what you call it. But when you go on a job interview, cause you can get it, this job at let's, mm-hmm. let's say in McCann, yeah. you can have a creative director role at McCann for like, I don't know, a L'Oreal brand, but you need to call it this, right? Like just sure. to help steer wow, the language. That's awesome. So, um, it was we, just, there was so much of it, you know, then I felt like, oh my God, if my industry disappeared all of a sudden, like I would want somebody to be helping me. That's awesome that you did that. Um, yeah, we actually never did it. Oh, We oh, did oh, it with oh, one oh. person because everyone thankfully did get other jobs, but it was like really scary for like, like two months. Yeah. A lot of our friends who are former beauty editors have gone into doing content for yeah. brands directly. Yeah. Um, and I know people have done that and then come back to the media industry. I mean, we're all like storytellers and we all love beauty. So exactly. it's very similar. But it's um, so scary to think that the, the things you train for like 15 years, 20 years are all of a sudden like slipping through your fingers. And no, you need I think to... it's exciting. I feel oh, like it's... Oh, God, Jen. I don't no. know. If you have like a family to feed and you need to pay your rent. Absolutely. But it's just, there's other opportunities. <laughs> it's not like the whole amount of work goes down. It's just, it's shifted to different places. You just got to go find That's it. That's right. You know? Right. I don't know. I, I still think it sucks. I think it's like closing down the factory. Yeah. The factory closes in town. I mean, to simplify it. And now I have to like take everything I've learned in terms of doing whatever I did in the factory and find another place to go. And it might not be a factory. It might be, um, I don't know, a widget store, whatever. Right. But what if the factory made really cool stuff and like quality items and now the <laughs> items that they're selling are really crappy items? Like, you oh, know, like... That. What are you trying to say? Yeah, this analogy is... I, Loaded. Yeah, tell okay. us. I know. I just feel like I love long form, like beautiful print oh, stories. Yeah, you'll miss glossy pages. And, mm-hmm. You know? And now, like, the, the demand is not for those stories because, like, they don't, like, whatever. They're not, they're too expensive or they're 
maybe crappy was too loaded, but like it's, it's about clicks. It's about this. It's about the, and, and there, there's, there's room for all those things, but I really do enjoy like a really well-reported longer story. And I think that's why like I was so excited to do fat mascara. Cause like, I want to have like a longer conversation like we're right. having now. Like, is, is that like out of, is that too like unfashionable now? I don't no, know. I think it's awesome. Do you guys transcribe your episodes? No. Oh, well then you, there's your long form <laughs> article. <laughs> well, you know, we do this thing called raise a wand where we pick a product that we love every week. Yeah. And our lovely intern, Chloe uses those for Instagram posts, but when I was doing those Instagram posts, I would edit down what we had said about the oh my product God. to make it really snappy and cute. Yeah, I'm right? a magazine editor. She just takes it like straight from how we talk oh, and puts uh-huh. it on Instagram. Good Lord, would no one want to read us transcribed because a conversation audibly is very different. Well, we, yeah, no, we need to edit those. Yeah, so I end I up going in and editing right, yeah. down a little bit. Um, and, you know, as a writer, it ain't the same. Like, you want to craft, like a flow of an article and I want to be witty and think about it. Like just transcribing yeah. our stories. It's just not the same as a beautifully written piece. Yeah. Beauty or not beauty. Cause we both do features as well. So do you post the episodes on your website as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you transcribe them and post them there, even if they're hidden, it's good for your SEO. Yeah. Well, and we have our blog. That, I, I like, learned that. I just learned that. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> we need to, I, I just, I just had a phone call. For us? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about life-work balance. This is what we talk a lot about um, on our episodes um, because this is something I struggle Ooh, with. you hit us on a good week. <laughs> because oh um, I started my business 10 years ago because I wanted to have control over my time. And I say that like with a laugh. I mean, I still have control over my time, but sometimes I don't have enough of it or yeah. whatever. But, um, you know, you have your day jobs, which are very, very demanding, right? You're like, you know, this is not an easy job that you have. I'm not suggesting it's not fun, but it's not easy. It's demanding. And then you have this, right, which is really separate, right? It's not sure. like it's mashed up with your magazine. No. It's just part of part of the story. Um, and, you know, with all like the Real Housewives to watch and all the Below Deck and now Below Deck Mediterranean, <laughs> um, which I can't stop. Like Mediterranean takes up a lot of my time. And uh, you're still not on the Southern uh, Southern Charm Tip, are you? I, I watch it and I think of Kate all the time because that's where uh-huh. she went to college. Yes, yes. Um, but I'm really... The low deck just gives okay. me so much joy. But anyway, okay. like, wh- how do you how do you do this? Like, really, with your time, like, how do you schedule it? How do you organize it so that you can um, feel fulfilled and feel joyful? Well, here's a little funny thing. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the Sean Paul music going off just then. I'm like the queen. This is just like a little hack. I'm the queen of setting alarms throughout the day instead of it. Like, I have a to do list, obviously, but then if if the to do list isn't working and I'm not getting stuff done, I'll set alarms for like. In an hour and a half, I have to do this or whatever. My The people I work with hate it because my phone keeps going off with like dance hall or like EDM oh music in the middle of the day just to remind me like, oh, you were supposed to switch to this task now. Interesting. And I know that sounds super like it's a tip that works, but like it's one of the things I do. <laughs> Wait, so. Just well, so that's what happens. That's what I just did. Sometimes it'll be the same. Just like on your to-do list, you know, you, you just keep moving that item to the next day's to-do list and the next right. day's. Um, so wait, you're saying you go into your calendar and you set not it. Not the calendar, oh. the alarm. Oh, like the alarm that you wake up to. Yeah. Yeah, but how do you know, like, if just a song goes off, how do you know that, that what that means? It could mean anything. Because I have different songs for, like, alarms but, than I do. But uh, you have to know that in your head, like Sean Paul. Yeah, like is. Sean Paul, get to get work. 
get busy. I think that's what I'm saying. Oh my God. You know, this is a very fascinating system. Okay. You it ha- doesn't work it's, so it's well. Too, Let me tell you. It's too, it, it's it's too still, weird. Sometimes I'm up late at night doing things. The, uh, but honestly, some things have fallen by the wayside since we've, this summer has been really big for us. We've gotten lots of opportunities through Fat Mascara. I haven't watched TV in t- two months. Oh God. Game of Thrones and uh, House of Cards. <laughs> Like I don't wait, have time so there's anymore. No, there's no Bravo. She, yeah, this wait, is, what? Yeah, this, this no. There's no Bravo happening here. We actually just ran into a colleague of ours on the corner who saw who who met Dorinda last night. Got <gasps> hugged by Dorinda. There was all this like amazing Bravo gossip. There was like some Jason Hoppy talk. It was incredible. And poor Jen was just like glazed look. I'm like. I nodded along. You nodded. It's actually, it's not a good thing because we work in pop culture. Beauty Mm -hmm. and entertainment are so intertwined. I should know this stuff. Jason Hoppy has nothing to do with like the latest. Wait, I don't know who Jason Hoppy is. Bethany's ex-husband. That's, Uh, you know, I don't like to think about him, so I don't even know his name. He's a dark figure on the show. (laughs) (laughs) That was like deep Bravo. That was like, that was like next level. Is this like another podcast you guys can start? Yeah. There there is one. Watch What Crappens. So good. Wait, what is it called? Watch What Crappens. Oh. You gotta listen to that okay. one. It's okay. so good. It's the best one. It's the best one. Well, it's like one of the best. Okay, so, so let's let's talk seriously. Like you okay, have personal sorry. lives. Yeah. I yeah. would assume. I have a personal life, but it's smushed into like one hour at the end of the day. And the cat takes up. And what is that three. hour like eleven PM to midnight? When when is that hour? So I come home from work and then very often there's like pod things happening or like a work thing or um like we're catching up on work. There's a lot of like Naji stuff. And then I have dinner with my fiance. Your fiance? With my fiance. <laughs> I just like saying it sounds so like with then my she fiance. She texts me a picture of her cat so I can no, see No, I only did say that recently and you didn't respond. Um, I don't know what to do with that. And, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, there's a small mammal. She's Thank beautiful. you. She's beautiful. And then like we just kind of like hang out and like, but then I feel like I'm very often like I'm multitasking with work and like enjoyment a lot. But I do try to like have like an hour or so where I don't look at work or anything. But in the morning, when like from the time I wake up to the time I leave, I'm not doing work stuff. I'm not you know someone that wakes realized? up and do stuff like that. Worse, this might be part of the reason it works. It's great to have a partner doing mm-hmm. this because we can split up the tasks right. for this job. I tend to get a lot of stuff done right when I wake up, and I'll like be firing off emails and texts. To no Jess. way, Jose. She picks up at night, but it balances well. Yeah. And so, and because we're always signing emails from the both of us, if one of us forgot to reply to someone about right. something, the other one picks up. And now that I'm thinking about it, this would have been impossible to do on, on my own. Not that it was my idea, but like, no, no, it nice. helps to have a partner, is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. In the morning, I really play with my cat, a, a business like an partner, hour. Not like a personal partner. Obviously, you want to have like support at home, but yeah, keep talking about Janetta. Is Janetta the cat? Yeah. yeah. No, and you like don't an have hour a cat? Chill time. No cat oh, for Jen. Are we allowed to curse? Uh, sorry, I'll keep it. We're gonna PG. have to put an E. Heck, no, I don't have a cat. I have a life. Just kidding. It's horrible. I love her it's cat. That's nice. actually not dear. It's not nice, dear. No. Okay, so, so continue. Um, you know, you, a lot of your job is like these are kind of like social things. Even maybe they're like fake social because they're mm-hmm. work social. So you have to like go out a lot. There's a lot of events. Yeah. And, right. So you have to like eat that's breakfast what I with mean, people. Like, you have to have drinks with people. Yeah. Like this to me is like kind of my worst nightmare. Like all I really want to do at the end of the day is like put my PJs on and watch Bravo. And I like, this is me. This is like your soulmate. No, uh, that's where I want to get to where you are because that's me at heart. Like I want to leave work at like five 30 mm-hmm. and be home. Like my friend, she's a teacher. And like, I called her the other day <laughs> and not that she doesn't work her, her butt off. Right. Like, 
she is at her like in her classroom. It's like seven thirty. Yeah. And I called her. I texted her. I was like, "Are you home?" And it was like four o'clock. She's like, "Yeah." And she's like making dinner. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I love that. She's in her jammies at like seven. You know, mm-hmm. like beautiful. I would love to get to that spot. It's not going to happen for a long time. I know it's not your lifestyle. Well, I I guess I made a choice. I made a choice. Um, I don't know, ten years ago, or maybe a little bit more to be on my own to allow me to be in my PJs. I mean, sometimes I'm in my PJs working. Yeah. But I work actually quite a bit at my slippers. I work, we have a virtual business. I mean, we have an office in the city, but we operate virtually. So many of us are in our slippers all day long. That's so cool. Um, But I knew that I'm not going to be a billionaire and I didn't want to be Donnie Deutsch. Like that was not yeah. like a goal for mine of mine. So was it ever? No, and then never. No, I I I, like I don't a- want to be in front of the camera. Like I don't right. want. I don't. I want to be home in my PJs. He yeah. wants to be out at night, right? right. Uh, I mean, I don't know him. I'm just drawing yeah, parallels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I made the choice that I know I'm not going to be a bazillionaire, but this is okay. Like this is what I want, which is yeah. to be able to like on the summer go in my garden and pull a zucchini. I'm not joking, off the vine. That's incredible. It is. Like the simple things are so important to me where like in my 20s, I was so about like accumulation of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like being out, meeting all these people. Like it was so, I was so obsessed with being out that I had a job. I was like at a nightlife website. Like I was like the writer of a night, I'm not joking. This is like during like 1999 before Y2K. I was the writer and editor of a nightlife website. My job was to go out at night, like hang out with like the promoters, whatever they were called, and then write about it the next day. Is it day. still in existence? No, we never made a dollar. But I went to Miami to do this, and I went to LA to do this. So it was like, you know, I was 22 so years cool. old. But anyway, um, it, it, and like in my 30s, I made a choice, right? So, um, but anyway, I, wow. um, I don't know even know where we have started there. But let's, 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 let's go a little bit farther and deeper into beauty, because sometimes um, I feel like I, there's so much in my head about this business that I kind of want to barf it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we we named it something. I called it. Oh, I love. I, um, what did I call it? I think beauty, beauty barfing. Nope, that's not it. Beauty binging. Nope, that's not it. I don't remember what I called it. I'll have to find it in my notes. But um, oh, bur- beauty burnout. Like so, I feel like I can't take it. Like I need a break. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys ever feel that way? Um, Jen, I, I don't know why you're not answering because we literally had this discussion this week about that because I think we do it 24 seven and certain times there's so much product in my house yeah. and there's beauty everywhere. And do I need another freaking lipstick? And are you trying to sell me a cream? And I get crazy. And then I see a nice young face get really excited about a beauty product or I meet a really cool creator that I haven't met before. And it like re-ups my energy in the industry, but it goes in waves for me. I mean, I, it happens to every beauty editor. Mm-hmm. You get to that point where you stop bringing product home. Oh, and, uh-huh. and I watch the more junior editors like hoard stuff. And mm. it takes a lot to make it into my bathroom these days right. because there are so many products. So beauty burnout, for sure, I do. But I think that happens to anybody in any industry. Right. But for us, it's like, you know, if we worked in banking and we had banking burnout, what would we do? We'd go to the spa, we'd open a magazine, right? To, right. Have, to get away yeah. from it. What, how, I'm not, what, what are we doing to get away from beauty? It's really hard, right, to actually get away from it because we're so in it. Yeah, I don't know. When I go climb a mountain in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of dudes, there's no beauty. So that's what you're <laughs> yeah. doing. That's like one of one I mean, of the things I don't do. get to do it as much uh-huh. as I want, but yeah, I step away from the beauty industry on my in my home life. I think I tend to be a little bit more outdoorsy. 
So like weekends or those dedicated yeah, like to this outdoorsy past things. Weekend, I was like jumping off waterfalls and I didn't have makeup on the entire weekend. No that way. Be, that fixed my beauty burnout. What about you, Jess? Um, I don't think like I'm not like a product junkie, you know. I like the industry. I think it's not I, I do get what you're saying. I think it's more like the beauty fashion kind of like ultra New Yorky kind of like industry thing that I get more burnt out on than like if I see another product I'm gonna freak out. Right, you know, yeah. like it's, it's not about product; it's about yeah. the noise. It's the about no- the, yeah. like the news, Sorry, or I yeah. mean, to, to borrow something like the fake news around beauty, like what's important right now. I, I see that happening to a lot of the digital girls too, because their jobs are so uh, important about getting right. clicks that they have to manifest trends. Right, and like trends are inherently as an editor, we, listen. We're not following, like we make them. If we say it's a trend at Mary yeah. Claire, like then it's a trend, right. yeah. which is funny because we're not, we're sort of like behind the trend. Whereas the digital girls will be like going through Instagram and just looking for something kooky to give it a name, like Bambi pose or unicorn highlighter or, and then make noise around it. Right. And I've seen those women yeah. who write that kind of stuff burn out more quickly than I think we do exactly. because the pace of of content creation is just unsustainable. I think that's sort of like what I was alluding to before when like yeah. I was saying like the junky stuff versus the quality stuff. Like I don't think I could ever do that kind of like content and even calling it like content is kind of like makes me like, Well, like, I don't make content. I write yeah, stories. Right. They I, make content. Yeah, right. Like, I don't want to make content. I don't want to do And I know it, technically speaking, yes, I'm making content. But like that to be a part of like the content factory is something that... um if I had to, obviously I have to engage with it, but I think if I had to engage with it super closely day to day to day to day and produce it, and it could, it could, I think, wear on you a little bit. Um, but some people really thrive on it. It's just something that like, isn't for me. Right. It's, but, but you don't feel like the burnout, like feeling like barfing stuff. I mean, I believe your fiance is in the business. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't like, it's so funny. Like sometimes like I, and I, I am like really clearly very enthused about beauty because I'm going to tell you about this like e- example. So I can't act like I'm like super like eh, it's, it doesn't matter to me. I come home sometimes. So I'm like, oh my god, I do love this cream. I do like skincare a lot. Yeah. So I'll come home and I'll be like, no, seriously, Jeff, like this is actually amazing, and I think you should really look into it, and I think you should like try. And he'll be reading a book, and you know he's really good at his job. He's amazing. He's the scientific director for Kiehl's. He's like. I think he's a genius. The he's, man knows creams. Yeah. He, he's a chemical engineer. He's a you know, PhD. And I'll show him and I'll be like, just let me put on your hand. And I'll put on his hand and he'll be like, can we just do this tomorrow? Like, <laughs> I'm you know, reading. And like, because he doesn't want to or he'll like look at it really quickly and he'll tell me very quickly, but he doesn't want to engage when he comes home from right. work. So like, he can compartmentalize? Comp- oh, he is uh-huh. the king of compartmentalization. I, it's, for me, it's a little bit more all the time. I do love it, but I, I, if I were doing like, you know, Bambi pose, Bambi eyes right. all day long, it might get a little much. But, but if I, someone young wants to get into your business, I mean, they have no choice but to do that, right? Like what other avenues are there? When you say business, do you mean writing about beauty? Or yeah. Just, sorry. Going back to your day job. Yeah. Writing about beauty. Yeah. Well, I think there's stories everywhere. I don't think that there's the only place to write is for these big websites that just want clicks. Right. Like, how do you think maybe Into the Gloss started? Like, it didn't start because she was working for a website and wanted, you know, it started from a place of I want to tell stories, the same way our podcast started. 
I mean, is a lot of girls aren't going to have that level of quality, so it's going to take them forever to get to that place. Right. But if you're that enthusiastic, and I say this to young women all the time that want to get in the beauty business, start your own blog. And I know that sounds so old school, 1.0, pre-2010, but if you're good, it will find an audience. And if you're not, you'll learn really quickly, maybe you should be doing something else. Right. Not, no offense to anyone who wants to be a writer or whatever. I've had a lot of younger editors or writers that have worked for me and not, it's a talent and not, some people don't have it. And I've seen girls or women, sorry, who then go on to do something else and are so much happier because nobody wants to do what they're not good at. Right. And there's so many jobs in the beauty industry. So like I started out in marketing, like I was working for Sephora and I just wanted to be in beauty because I thought it was fascinating. The writing came as like a fluke, like, oh, maybe I can write. But there's so many jobs in this industry besides writing about beauty if you're enthusiastic. Yeah, like, and I think anything, like, it's a, any job, whether you're, like, if you're dealing... It's not, like... I'm trying to figure out, like, the right way to say this. You might, like, burn out on anything. So I don't know if it's just beauty. And also some people are finding, like, more meaning in... Especially now in, like, the beauty industry. When I think about... It depends who you write for, what you do, but we were actually just talking about this on like fat mascara. Um, some people like there's an extra layer of meaning to and like almost like political stuff to beauty right now. Like the people who write for Teen Vogue, certainly, it they're not not every article is like this, but not every article is like glitter and nail polish. Right. You know, allure at allure in Teen Vogue, the content is much more elevated. Or like the point of view is much more just purposeful. So. It depends really like who, where you're writing for. And then, you know, people move jobs. They do different things. It's, you can shake it up. Right. So um, do you see any other hustles in your future? Like, can you fit another hustle? Like, if there was, like, another thing in the world? Like, um, like could you keep your day job, you know, continue to, you know, run this amazing podcast? And, like, is there room in your lives for one more hustle? I also do freelance writing on the side and consulting in the beauty Really? Industry. And Jess does sometimes too, right? So... There's a lot of hustles. Like, I don't know. I'm not starting my, a cupcake my, shop yeah. or a florist anytime soon. My dance card is very full right now. What else would and I do? And I'm getting married soon. So oh, like, the wedding is the side you hustle. You mean to her fiancé? Yes, to my yeah. fiancé. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not like... And I'm commandeering the whole thing. So yes. that's my side hustle too. Yeah, I'm playing is, the bitch card. Like if any of the family... <laughs> like I'm there for like... If any of the family gets out of line... Oh my, I'm not telling the story that I really told about how I would keep everybody in line at your wedding. Oh, don't. I won't. Don't, that's inappropriate. Don't. But I'm here to be her foil like right count on me so that's like side good hustle. cop bad cop yeah kind of bad thing? cop always. oh my god we're not always bad cop in our situation a little bit bad cop yeah, yeah. I'm bad cop and like you're wearing white and you're wearing black yeah I'm the dark right I'm, I'm the wearing darkness. a rainbow welcome to the darkness <laughs> you are wearing rainbow rainbow she's yeah. a redhead like she's light and and sunshine and laughter Huh. And that's a good balance of our partnership, <laughs> right. too. Like, I'm much more analytical and compartmentalized, mm-hmm. um, less emotional, to my detriment sometimes. And you are more of, like, an artist and a feeler. So it, we balance each other really well. I, I feel like say. you should marry me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own, like, scientist to marry. Okay, <laughs> so for our last question, I want to get yes. a little bit a little bit deeper. Um, <laughs> let's like I love all these layers. It's like <laughs> the center of the earth. We're going one layer deeper. <laughs> um Let's uh, ignore beauty and, you know, other things. Like, what, Jen, gives you really true joy in your day? Uh, It doesn't happen every day, but true joy to me is being outside, outdoors, literally with no people around but myself, like, going for Mm -hmm. a hike, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure sounds like hell to some people, but I have to do it to, like, reconnect and 
feel happy again. I get drained by like talking to people and all this stuff. So that's my joy. I should probably say like my family and whatever, but that's the truth. I answer truthfully. Right. So is this like, um, like the Into the Wild, Cheryl Strayed, like, have you like been out for like a week or more yeah. at a time by yeah, yourself in the woods? Yeah, but I was much more, yeah, I knew how to pack my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh you'll God. do that. You'll go out like all by yourself. I haven't in a while, but yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's um, so cool. You're more brave than I am. I know. And every time I tell Jess about like, like my next adventure that I want to go on, she's like, will there be cell service? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, do don't like this idea. I think there's like no reason to. But it gives me joy. Right. Okay. Same question for you, Jess. Like every day or just in general? Well, what are you talking about? Jen gave us a non every day, but you know, um, like simple things give me joy. Like well, yeah, going to Trader Joe's like, and like, like not rushing things. around gives me joy. Oh, I, not rushing around is a biggie. So I've, yeah, so all my things are not rushing around. I'll give you like five examples. Great. I'll give Ooh. you five things. So one, you can't laugh because I know you're going to be like, oh my God, shut the hell up. This is so crazy. You sound crazy. I love petting my cat in the morning. Aww. Really? No, it makes me so happy. It grounds me in the day. We like just chill. We is it like out. a meditation almost? A little bit, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jen is like ready to leave. <laughs> um, I love like hanging out on the couch with, with my fiance and just like eating and chilling and so you guys eat dinner on the couch in front of the well, TV right yeah, well it's, it depends if we have like a lot to talk about there's like a big day we uh-huh. eat at the table uh-huh. but if it's just like ugh, like just let's eat like today was like annoying and horrible and it's like 9 30 we eat on the couch yeah. with the cat like between us so then, yeah, so then it's like a little bit of a, it's a family moment. The eating on the couch is like one of my fear joys. Yeah, I love yeah, that. For sure. Eating on the couch with, with like, we watch like a Master of None or something like that with the little kitty and the food. Then I love, this is very Jen, walking on the street with my headphones with like no one around me, just like listening uh, uh-huh. to music. Um, and then I guess eating. Eating. Please see our Instagram for proof. <laughs> and a, a big glass of wine, too. That's sick. Like a big glass of wine. Six. Just like a we big... Did, we did a carafe each last yes. week. Yes. Oh, my God. With Daniel Martin, the makeup artist. Oh, he he did like, none because yeah. he's, he's a wonderful gentleman. Yeah. But. I like going to concerts. I also like hanging out with my family. Like, I love I and like I laughing. I got one answer. You're giving, like, a whole... You're very multidimensional. Yeah. I love hanging out with my family. God, I sound like a sociopath. <laughs> I just thought we were allowed to give one in. So I picked one thing that gave me joy. I like eating too. I really love um, the Himalaya. Do you know what the Himalaya is? It's this like spinny ride. Point Pleasant. Yeah, in Point Pleasant. Yeah, but I'll go, to, I'll go on any Himalaya. <laughs> of course, the like, mountaineer was like, oh, I'm going, to, I'm going to Nepal in November. Like, I really am. Oh, like, the, like the children's ride. Oh, my God, is that what you thought? Yeah, so no, it is. It is. It's a ride. Yeah. Oh, oh, you really are? Okay, I'm like, sorry. I was. I did spinning, not. So no, I don't know what the Himalaya is. It's a ride where you get in like your little car and it's, it's in a awesome. circle and it spins as fast as you can with like rock and roll music and then <laughs> you raise your arms and you cheer no. and they go backwards and it like I giggle so hard and because of the centrifugal, 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 centrifugal. Um, like everyone who's on the inside pushes on the person who's That's on the outside. centripetal, I think. Centrifugal. Yeah. Well, the force I don't is know. amazing. It was, it's like giggles, giggles, giggles nonstop. And I, if you like to spin, it's amazing. I like when somebody, like when like the wrong weight is on the wrong side <laughs> and like you planned it, you thought you planned it right, but actually like the person who's much heavier is like slamming into you. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. And then you get yeah. um, like literally like your body gets squished. Like if you are, you, you miss. Like absorbing. Have you ever absorbed? No, I don't no, know what that, that is. It's like a big hamster ball. They roll down uh, a oh hill my God. and you're inside. <laughs> I did it in New Zealand. It's like. Oh. Yeah, I haven't laughed so hard in my entire life. 
You just squat. <laughs> you're just like flying around right. in a little bit of water and maybe another person or two. That's hilarious. Bruises, broken bones. It's oh, amazing. Oh, it hurts? Oh my God. You're slamming into people rolling down a hill in a huge gerbil ball. That's the funniest thing. It's Himalaya like extreme. That's <laughs> yeah. Thing. Although I think I'm like, when, as you're describing it, I'm feeling like claustrophobic a little bit. It's clear plastic uh-huh. so you can see out. Uh-huh. Can you breathe? Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be in there too long, but. <laughs> I want a video of you zorbing. Do I have a video? That's we'll, so funny. We'll, talk okay, well this has been amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> like storming I want to say thank you to Jessica and Jenna Fat Mascara. Head to iTunes to be one of the thousands or millions of subscribers <laughs> millions, of your show. Definitely millions. <laughs> After this, millions. <laughs> um, thank you to Mouth Media for letting us record in their awesome studio. Please check out their show, Beauty is Your Business, which covers the intersection of technology, business, and innovation on iTunes and Google Play. Thanks so much, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.